0: Hello there, gorgeous lady, it's Rachel Foy here from rachelfoy.com. Now, perhaps you've already had a bit of a crap day today, or maybe you had one yesterday, or maybe it was last week, but this is a topic of conversation right now. How do you deal with having a really crap day? Because at the moment, maybe for you, you are finding yourself turning to chocolate when you've had a crap day, or maybe you're opening a bottle of wine when you've just had one of those days. But how do we cope with those? Because This is part of life, isn't it? You know, we get days that are amazing and then we get days that are a little bit crap. So, I wanna give you a few of my top tips on what you can do that don't necessarily involve turning to food because ultimately, chocolate isn't gonna help and crisps aren't really gonna help because this is really about you learning to cope with just some of the things that life can throw at us. So, my top tips for dealing with a crap day are, first one, Acknowledge how you feel. You know, this is something that I see and I hear so, so often that women just, they don't fully acknowledge how they are actually feeling. They don't own their feelings. They don't, they don't kind of step into that place of truth and go, do you know what? Today's been really rubbish and I'm just feeling a little bit crap and I'm just going to own this. The majority was don't we kind of put on a mask we have a brave face we tell everyone that we're okay and then in the evening when the children have gone to bed or when we're upstairs getting ready for bed we just kind of have a breakdown and we get really upset or maybe we're in the kitchen on the way to bed and we're making ourselves something to eat because we're just trying to push down how we truly feel ah <sighs> that's got to stop There's nothing wrong with that behavior, but it's not really going to help you in the long run because all you're doing is kind of reinforcing the fact that you actually can't cope with these emotions when you've just had one of those days. And we all do. I had one yesterday, to be fair. So acknowledge how you feel. Definitely, definitely, definitely the first thing. The second thing is self-compassion. Okay, so you've had one of those days, maybe it was to do with work, maybe you got, you know, cut up in the car, maybe the children have been driving you crazy, maybe your partner's been driving you crazy, and it's just like, oh, when is today going to end? How many times have you felt that way? And by default, you have ended up deflecting that crap day onto yourself, and you've blamed yourself oh, it's all my fault because I was doing this or it's all my fault because I didn't do that or it's all my fault because I should have tried harder. Stop, okay, self-compassion goes such a long way when we're trying to heal our relationship with who we are, with food, feeding our soul, becoming more aligned, more connected. Beating ourselves up for anything is absolutely pointless and I'm talking from experience now because I was an absolute pro At beating myself up, judging myself, criticizing myself, and blaming myself for pretty much anything. You know, if the day went wrong and I just felt in such a bad mood, it was always my fault. Or if, you know, something happened, it was always my fault. Or, you know, if I got stuck in traffic, it was always my fault, which sounds ridiculous, but I know that you might be doing the same. So, self compassion is definitely tip number two because the more that you can just practice. Just having a bit of compassion with yourself, you know, cutting yourself some slack, acknowledging that that's how you feel, it's really going to help you to just start relaxing more into the fact that some days are just a bit more crap than others. Third and final tip, and this sounds really simple, but again, I know that you're probably not doing it self care, okay? Now, if at the moment you find yourself turning to food, as a way of coping with the fact you've just had one of those days. Even though you might not think this right now, what you're actually doing subconsciously is you're trying to make that habit or that behavior into some form of self-care. Because there's a part of you that believes if you eat that chocolate bar on the way home from work, you're going to feel better. Or if you buy that massive bag of sweets from the petrol station on your way to pick up the children, that you're going to feel better. So there is some kind of belief within that Behaviour that is actually about making you feel better. So it's kind of a form of self care. But what if you could take the food out of the equation and start to do something else? Now, I'm not a massive fan of the whole, oh, we just go and run yourself a bubble bath or just go and paint your nails, that's going to make you feel better. Because we all know that in the moment when you've just come home and you're just feeling like, oh, today could not get any worse, sometimes that's actually the last thing that you want to do. So what I wanna suggest that you do do is to try and be a little bit more creative with this. Now, I for one cannot stand bubble baths. They're just not my thing. I actually get more stressed having a bath than what I do if I don't have one. So this is about you figuring out what works for you. You know, maybe you are a bubble bath kind of person, which is fabulous, but if you're not, that's also not the end of the world. What I would invite you to do, and this is about you tapping into your creativity, get yourself a pen, get yourself some um, paper, And actually brainstorm on a sheet of all the things that you could do that would actually make you feel a bit more soul fed. So a little bit more content, a little bit more satisfied, a little bit more connected, nourished, aligned, grounded. Use whatever words come to you because these all have different meanings for different people and just write them down. Now, it could be that for you it's five minutes of a book or it's um, having a nice cup of tea without being disturbed. Maybe it's stepping outside and feeling your feet on the grass. Maybe it's listening to music. Maybe it's dancing to music. Maybe it's speaking to a friend. Maybe it's sitting on your own. You know, there are so many variations of what we need in that moment to just kind of bring ourselves back into our reality. Because when we have had such crap days, which inevitably are going to happen... If we can just have these like coping strategies in the background, where we go right, I'm just going to spend five minutes having a quick walk, or I'm just going to go and grab that book, or I'm just going to meditate, I'm just going to read, rather than default heading into the kitchen and stuffing down that feeling with biscuits and crisps and cake. I promise you, you are going to start to feel so much more empowered, connected, embodied, um, aligned, and it's going to help you start feeling so much more in control of of the life that you have so they're my top three tips now if you want even more help with this because this is really about emotional eating if you head over to rachelfoy.com forward slash emotional eating help all one word there is a free how to stop emotional eating program that I've created as my gift from me to you you don't have to pay for this it's a complete complete freebie all you need to do is pop in your email, pop in your name, and I will send you that program. There's also a really beautiful meditation as part of that program, which could be one of your things that you're going to write down on your list. There's also a little workbook for you to be thinking about. um, And there's also a little poster for you to print out and have where you can see it to just remind you of a few really important points should you find yourself with your head in the biscuit tin. Okay, So that's rachelfoy.com forward slash emotional eating help. And I look forward to seeing you over there um, and have an awesome day see you later